as we sing angels from the realms of glory worship Christ the newborn king angels from the realms of glory wing your flight o'er all the earth ye who sang creation story now proclaim Messiah's birth come and worship come and worship worship Christ 
Father in heaven, we come before you, Lord, and we praise you, we thank you. Lord, it's, it's, such, a, it's such a blessing when Christmas falls on, Chris, on, on Sunday, on the Lord's Day. We get to gather together, worship you, celebrate your birth. Lord, we thank you for the good service last night with the Christmas Eve. And I just pray that you be with us now, that your Holy Spirit would work and move in our hearts, draw us nearer to you. For truly, we desire to exalt you today. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Please be seated.
Oh, 
child is born, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, Emmanuel, God here with us, behold the Savior, mercy in a manger, behold the Savior, mercy. This morning I'm going to read to you out of Luke chapter 1, verses 26 on down. Title of my message this morning, and we are getting ready to do the video, so don't don't set that offside. Um, Luke chapter 1, in verse 32, I want you to, I'm going to read the whole text to you in a minute after the video, but I want you to hear verse 32. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. Throughout the scriptures, you find many references to the Lord Jesus Christ being the son of. And that's going to be our message this morning. The son of. And as you watch this little video, as you come to the end of the video, I want you to catch that they will call him the son of Bethlehem. It is... It is a powerful truth in your New Testament that drives home his connection to God, to humanity, to his lineage. All of that is woven in the New Testament. This video kind of ends with that little click. Go ahead. what the prophet Micah would call the least among the clans of Judah, south of Jerusalem, west of the salt sea. Heads of wheat bowed to the blades of harvest, grapes glistened in the afternoon sun, sheep stumbled along the stony high grounds. Here Jacob would gain a son and bury his beloved Rachel. Ruth would find refuge in the barley fields. Samuel would find a king among the shepherds. Shepherds would find a king among the sheep. Soon the tramp of soldiers' feet would fill the silence. Mothers would mourn the lost sons of Bethlehem. The holiness of one night in the little town would be stolen by the sword. But all was not lost. One would survive. Like Ruth, he would wander without a home. Like Boaz, he would provide bread for those in need. Like David, he would come from a humble beginning. Like the children who were lost, he would be pierced by a sword. And through the innocence of his death, this son of Bethlehem would become our peace.
Luke chapter 1, verse 26, it says, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. In his kingdom there shall be no end. When we look at these texts over and over again, you find in here names and references that God is making concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus simply means Jehovah saves. Christ simply means the anointed, the Messiah. But in this, we also find him making connection after connection to who Christ is connected to heavenly. It says that he is the son of the highest. You and I, when we look in these texts, we understand that when we come to worship Jesus Christ on Christmas morning, it's not that we are just coming to worship a babe in a manger. We're coming to worship Jesus Christ, the very Son of God, the Son of Man. On and on it goes that he references. In fact, this morning my goal is to share with you who Jesus really is. Because it tells us throughout the scriptures all these links and connections that help build us to a full knowledge of who Jesus is. There are many passing references in the New Testament. In fact, we just read the reference that calls him the son of the highest. It's the only place in your scriptures they call him that. But yet we find that even in that connection where the angel is talking to Mary about the very birth of Christ. And that one time he is called the son of the highest. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And Mary, she wondered at these things. It took her back. She contemplated these things. She says to the angel, how can these things be? I've never even yet known a man. How can I bear the son of the highest? As you come through the scriptures, you find him called the son of peace once in Luke chapter 10, verses 5 and 6, it says, Into whatsoever house ye enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if the Son of Peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. Here, the Lord Jesus Christ is teaching his apostles to go out and share the gospel. And he says, When you get there, you reference peace. Peace be in this house. And he says, If the Son of Peace... If the presence of the Savior is there, then minister to those people. The Son of the Father, one time mentioned in 2 John chapter 1, verse 3, it says, 
Grace be with you, mercy and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. It's amazing how the Bible finds so many ways to link us through Jesus Christ to God the Father. We come down and one time he's called the Son of the Blessed. Mark 14, 61, again the high priest asked him and said unto him, Art thou the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? You see, the religious leaders of the day, they were looking and waiting and watching for the Messiah to come, but they wanted a ruler to come. And these high priests, they were skeptical. They didn't like it that this this poor young man, this carpenter and carpenter's son is coming up and rising up as a figure within the culture, within the society, rising up, being called rabbi, master. They didn't like this. And they're asking him, are you actually the son of the blessed? As we come down a little bit farther through the scriptures, we find him called son of Mary once. Mark chapter six, verse three. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and of Judah and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? Those were the questions that were asked. But in that text, it references that he is the son of Mary. And it's so important for us to understand that link and that connection. God could have sent his son just down in a beam of light, couldn't he? But he chose, chose to have Jesus born of a virgin, a miracle that was beyond comprehension. And in this text, the neighbors and friends of Mary, the neighbors and friends of Joseph, the neighbors and friends of Jesus's brother, James and Joseph and Judah and Simon, and his sisters, they're contemplating and wondering, how could this be the Messiah? How could this be the Christ? Didn't he grow up in our community? Didn't we know his mom and dad and his brothers and sisters? They're seeking and searching, wondering. But our scriptures give us this big picture, this full picture. Twice in the entire scriptures, we find him referenced as the son of Joseph. John 6, 42 says, and they said, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he saith, I came down from heaven? And it's interesting, another text in the New Testament that refers to his connection to Joseph, it, it clarifies in the text that it was assumed that he was the son of Joseph. And of course it would be assumed he was the son of Joseph because he grew up in Joseph's household. Joseph married Mary. She bore her first son, Jesus Christ. And so here, when you look in this text, you find this connection and we have to go back and we have to look back in the Bible and understand, yes, she was born a virgin, but remember, Joseph was a spouse to her. And so for their neighbors, their friends, their family, they're looking and they're assuming, they're assuming too much, aren't they? Because they don't really know that actually he really is 
the son of the highest, the son of peace, the son of the father, the son of the blessed. Twice he's called the son of the living God. John 6, 69 says, and we believe and are sure that thou art Christ, the son of the living God. As the apostles' awareness came to be, as their understanding and enlightenment came, they were not hesitant to state, we believe you are the son of the living God. Twice he's called the son of David. Matthew 21, 9, it says, And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And of course, why is he being called the son of David? Is because he's of the line of Abraham and David. Fulfillment of the prophecies of the Old Testament and the scriptures. So as he entered into Jerusalem, as they were laying the palm leaves down in the street and putting down coats for him to ride in upon, they're crying out that they're looking for him to be that Savior, that Messiah, that Son of David prophesied in the Old Testament. But all those passing references, one or two or three here, they pale in comparison to him being called the Son of God and the Son of Man. The Son of God, he's called 46 times in your New Testament. 85 times he's called the Son of Man. In fact, he calls himself the Son of Man more than any other thing throughout the New Testament, throughout the Gospels. When we start thinking about that 46 times that he's called the Son of God, it helps us to really understand who he is and what he came to do. Mark 1.1 says, The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So the very gospel message begins with the proclamation, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You and I, this morning, as we have come to worship on this Sunday morning, Christmas morning, we have come to worship the Son of God. John 1.49, Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God. Thou art the King of Israel. This was at the very beginning of Jesus' ministry. And yet these men, as they began to understand the connection of Christ prophetically, they, be they begun to understand who he was. The lights were coming on. He is the Son of God. John 19, 7, the Jews answered him and said, We have a law, and by our law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. So the Jewish leaders of the day, as they heard Christ teach and preach and minister, as they understood him to present himself as the son of God, they said, we have a law. And that law states he must die because he has called himself the son of God. 
we begin to understand more and more who he is by all these references to the fact that he is the son of and here the son of God. John 20 verse 31, it says, but these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. This morning, as you've come to God's house, as you've come to worship on this Christmas morning, we look in the mirror of that verse, John 20, 31, where it reminds us that he is the son of God. And it presents to us a dilemma because it asks us, do you believe? Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God? And that believing, ye might have life through his name. You and I, as we understand Jesus Christ, the babe in the manger, as we understand that he is the son of God, we are faced with the question, have we believed? Have we put our faith in? Have we put our trust in the son of God? But I told you that more often, he is called the son of man. Now that's interesting and you really have to understand the theological connection of that because Jesus Christ is all God and all man. Remember, he was born of a virgin, but he was born of a woman, wasn't he? That makes him a human being. But his father was not Joseph. His father... He is the son of the highest. He is the son of the living God. So we all of a sudden understand that not only is he the son of God, he is the son of man. All God, all man, that he might live and die for the sins of humankind. God himself leaving heaven above, coming down, taking upon himself the form of a man that he might die for your sins and mine. Born, yes, a babe, born of a virgin, but yet God in the flesh. The son of man, 85 times, the most referenced by himself. John 8, 28 and 29, it says, Then said Jesus unto them, these are the words of Christ, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am He, and that I do nothing of myself. But as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. And He that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone. For I do always those things that please him. Jesus Christ wanted all humanity to understand and know. That while yes he is the son of the highest. The son of peace. The son of the father and of the blessed. Yes he was the son of Mary. And presumed to be the son of Joseph. In his community and his neighborhood. And while yes he's called the son of the living God. And the son of David. And yes, the Son of God, simply put. Jesus wants us all to understand he is the Son of Man. And over and over again, he references himself. 
And he made it clear at the end of his life. He says, I shall be lifted up. Even as the serpent was lifted up in the wilderness, he says, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And you and I this morning, as we have come on this Christmas morning, my hope, my desire is that you understand who this babe in the crash is. That he's more than just a newborn. He is so much more taught to us, revealed to us by that simple phrase, the son of. We learn so much from it, but it all comes back to us when we pose the question, do we believe? Do we believe? We have to choose. The Holy Spirit knocks at our heart's door. And if we hear that voice and let him in, he says, I will come and sup with you. The very son of God, the very son of man will come into your heart, and into your life and dwell with you. I challenge you this morning. Believe. Put your faith, put your trust in the son of God, the son of man. Last night, as we did our Christmas Eve service, when I was locking up, going up to my office, gathering things, I got a text in my phone from a, a man all the way in Oregon. And he texted me, he said, he said, I was searching the web last, last night. He said, I was looking for a church service. And I, I found your church on uh, Sermon Cloud, which I didn't even know we were on Sermon Cloud. <laughs> and he said, I watched your, your candlelight service and worshiped with your church last night. And he said, I just want you to know that it so blessed me to see that on the other side of the United States, the other coast, there are believers just like him. Amen. You and I, do we believe there are believers all around the world, brothers and sisters in Christ. The scriptures beckon to us. Look to Jesus. Not just as a babe in a manger, but the full Jesus. All that the scriptures reveal. That Jesus who died for you and for me. That Jesus who is the son of all that was described this morning. That personal savior calls out to you. Thank you so much for coming this morning. I know every year Christmas hits on a Sunday morning. It's a tough call. Uh, there's a lot of demands and I appreciate that. I appreciate you putting the Lord first on his birthday morning. Amen? Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. We'll be dismissed. Thank you again for coming this morning. Father in heaven, I pray that you be with us as we go forth. <coughs> Help us, Lord, to represent you well throughout this Christmas day. Help us to remind folks through our actions, our word, our spirit, that Christmas is really about Christ. We thank you, Lord. In his name we pray. Amen. <coughs> Come